Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, buddy. What's happening, brother? Not much. You know, just watching more hockey last night. I know you're not. You're watching the NBA instead. I'm just glad you're not watching Bridgerton anymore. (laughs) Tell you the truth. I was never watching Bridgerton. I was asking you if you were watching Bridgerton for the hundredth time. All right. Well, what was good with hockey? Who was winning? Oh, come on. You don't care about that. You care about the NBA. That just tells me you didn't watch any hockey. (laughs) I'm watching plenty of hockey. I'm just saying that because we covered hockey on the last episode here, we can talk some NBA on this one. How's that sound? Okay, but I actually didn't watch any NBA last night. Oh, well, that's all right. We'll just be two guys talking about something we didn't watch. That's okay. Did you watch it? Yes, I'm watching all sports, man. If they're keeping score, I'm watching. That's a good answer. <laughs> uh, I saw I saw part of Brooklyn, and then, um, and then I missed the ending, which was amazing, I guess. And then I watched the Clippers, who were getting just smoked, and I turned it off at half. And then they came all the way back. Yeah. Well, and, well, we'll we'll save it for the end of the show. I, we'll make some picks and some predictions and get into the world of the NBA. Okay. All right. Uh, but for now, in the cold open here, I was going to ask you because the NFL on CBS uh, Twitter account put out this thing that said, um, I think it said like the hardest hit ever in the NFL was blank or something like that, like fill in the blank, you know. And the Seahawks Twitter account sent back a picture of what I've got in my zoom background, which was, is of course, bam, bam, cam chancellor blowing up Vernon Davis. Um, which I think is a great answer to that question. You got an answer to that question. I mean, he had so many, you know, I mean, I don't, is that, is that even his best one? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, as far as being like a super, cause it was clean, you know, not a penalty or anything oh, okay. like that. There, there was I mean, two, that, there was two that come to mind that were penalty or one that come to mind <laughs> that were penalty. I think sure. it was, uh, it was an interception return and, you know, Cam peeled back and then got the tight end and that poor guy had helped off. Yeah. Some of his in college too. I YouTube after this tweet, I saw, I YouTube some Cam Chancellor highlights and some of those old ones at Virginia tech too. Oh yeah. Oh, Absolute beast. Yeah, totally. What's the hardest you've ever been hit? That I've hit someone or that I've been hit? No, that you've ever been hit in your life. Do you remember the hardest hit you ever took? Why couldn't we go optimistic and like, hey, who's the hardest hit you had? You because know? I've asked you that before on the show. <laughs> um, let's see. There's a lot of them. Uh, Mike Sellers comes to mind. Have I ever told you about Mike Sellers? I don't know. It's like 6'3", 275, and can move. And uh, he's coming on a crack toss. And I alert. Deion Grant and Leroy, I think it was the playoffs. I'm like, hey, crack toss. Here comes the crack. So when the guy motions down into the box, he's going to take out the nearest defender. Usually it's the flat guy, right? So that was Dion. He goes right past him, goes right past Leroy, and just rolls me up under, like, the backside guard. And, I mean, it was so quick that I was just like, you know, what the hell just happened? But I knew I was still in a football game. I bounced up. And the guard or the tackle that fell over me, because, you know, I got knocked into him, um, like he was looking at me. And I was just like, yo, man, that shit was weak. And, uh, <laughs> oh, no. and he goes, I didn't even hit you. And I was like, you tell whoever did that that shit was weak. 
And I see Mike Sellers like running around the side, just laughing. And I was like, man, you know, that was vicious. It got I'll, you good, huh? I'll find it for you. I'm going to find yeah, it. I want to see that. I want to check that out. Absolutely peppered. You ready to start the show? I thought we were already started. No, that was just the cold open. You want to officially open up and start the episode? I was ready to wrap it up, man. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go, boss. Let's get this crowd going now. Come on, get him up, get him up, get him up. Hawks on three. One, two, three. Oh. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. He takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Oh. Holy catfish. Yeah, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got my back? That's Lofa. The player. Trouble playing. Thunder. All one ready. Please. Russell looking. Go Hawks. Russell scrambling. Go Hawks. Pump faking. Go Hawks. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a fly, baby. 40, down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's going to go. Yes. Oh. 20, 10. They do it again. Touchdown. 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 Seahawks. 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 The Seahawks podcast on the Sports Network and on Bruins TV and everything. Shout out to everybody. Thank you for how awesome we look now. And thank you all for joining the show. If you guys got thoughts, questions, comments, or anything like that, you can send them into our social medias at Believe in Seahawks. We have changed the social media handles, Lofa, um, but all the followers are still there. The accounts are all still the same, but we changed the handles. It's now at Believe in Seahawks, spelled the right way, spelled the believe way, B-L-E-A-V, and then I-N, and the full word Seahawks. It's that on any social media. Or as always, you can hit us up on the email, seahawkspod at gmail.com. That's seahawkspod at gmail.com. On this episode of the Seahawks podcast, um, what the F Seahawks.com. You guys really duped me. Also, Aaron Rodgers drama as uh, the Packers turn. And like I said, we're going to tell you who's going to win the NBA finals. I'm Seahawks superfan Brett Davern. He's Seahawks legend Lofa Tatupu. Let's start the show here, man. All right? Let's do it, brother. But first, I got to tell you about one of our amazing sponsors, betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. You guys can throw down wagers from anything in the world of sports, from the MMA to uh, whatever celebrity boxing things probably going on, to the real NBA, to the NHL. The NFL is coming up soon. They've got everything to wager on at betonline.ag. They also have a 24-7 online casino with, you know, poker and blackjack and table games and all kinds of stuff. Um, when you sign up at betonline.ag, use our promo code. Believe, B-L-E-A-V. And you get a big welcome bonus over there at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. All right, Lofa. Um, I mean, let's jump right into the Seahawks and Seahawks.com and how they completely blanked me on the last episode of this show because you asked me if Russell Wilson was at OTAs or not. And I said, I think so. There was a picture of him in shorts and his red Jersey out on the field. Well, him and half the team were skipping OTAs, but Seahawks.com on their story about OTAs had a picture of him in his shorts on the article. So I just assumed he was out there. Hey, I just want it to be known that they duped you, not me. <laughs> Sorry, partner, because right. I said 
I said, I'm pretty sure he's not, he wasn't there for the first uh, week or whatever. And uh, it turned out, I think it was six, right? Uh, a bunch of the starters weren't there. Picture's worth a thousand words, I guess. I should have probably read the article, even though I did go back and read it. And it doesn't mention that Russell's not there. But anyway, whatever. I was tricked uh, by them. So Minor details, I guess, right? He's, well, he's there now, though. Well, how do you feel about it, right? Because, I mean, you, you did have a problem with... Uh... Uh, Aaron Rodgers not being at um, OTAs and minicamps. So how do you feel about this one? <laughs> First of all, I don't have a problem with anything Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are doing over there. I just like to laugh at it and watch it. Um, mm -hmm. There was the picture, by the way. We just had it up on the screen. That's the picture that was on Seahawks.com. Also kind of a funny look on Russell's face in that picture. I don't know. Anyway, um, I feel fine with him <laughs> missing the OTAs now that I know that it was him and like half the team and – you know, it doesn't really seem like that big a deal, um, especially because it seems like the drama with him is behind us. Now, we'll get into Aaron Rodgers even more here in a second, but like as it pertains to Aaron Rodgers, I think it's because he's going through all the drama with the team that people might care or not whether he's at OTAs, you know? But I mean, it's funny that <clears throat> no one read into Russ not being here as being unhappy, though, did they? So, and we did have that that drama that we talked about earlier in the off season. But mm -hmm. um, there were some uh, quotes from I think it was a Bobby's press conference that um, you know alluded to there's there's not a problem. And then Russell even came out and said his relationship with Pete and the Hawks is best the best it's ever been. Yeah, I believe Russell's quote uh, from a few days ago was, if I had it my way, I'd be a Seahawk for my entire career. So, I'm paraphrasing, but something to that effect. And he's really trying to put this kind of uh, off-season drama behind him and, and squash it and everything. And it's got to be, one, because maybe there was nothing there, like they're saying. But also, two, I mean, he's gearing up for the season, right? He's ready to win. He can't be focused on that kind of stuff. Yeah, end of the day, you got to be a pro. And, you know, whatever's going to happen happen. You just got to stay zoned in on the task at hand, and that's winning. Well, they're all out there now at OTAs, and, uh, you know, come on, Seahawks.com. Help me out a little bit. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, Jordan Brooks, man, going into his second year, I mean, getting a full offseason this season, because let's not forget, you know, they had a very truncated offseason workout schedule and all that last season. They just jumped straight into training camp. So, for second-year players coming in, that's got to be huge, right? And Jordan Brooks, uh, they're doing articles about him out there. It looks like he's ready to kind of take on a bigger role on this team. Um, how do you feel about that? What do you think about the young guy? Yeah, I mean, that's why you draft a, a guy like that in the first round, you know? And um, there's a big jump, especially, as you mentioned, not having that on-field work is, man, that's crucial to, to actually get the physical reps because I don't care how many Zoom chats you do um, for, you know, a rookie coming in. Like if I my, I started my rookie year and I'm telling you, you have to stay in that playbook. But if you don't get those mini camp and those camp reps, it's um, it's a really tough task. And he did a phenomenal job, um, you know, was a little banged up. And I, I'd see his role growing as not only the first and second down will, but also the, the sub package, the uh, third down um, will linebacker. Well, how does what or I guess <laughs> let me ask it cleanly. Uh, what would a larger role for Brooks mean for KJ? Well, we'll see. I mean, they were still, um, you know, implementing or putting Brooks in a little more towards the end of the season um, and um, in that in that uh, sub package. So um, I don't know. And the KJ is a guy that I, he won't complain about any role he's given. He got his position switched in his 10th year after two of the most productive seasons he's ever had. And uh, he just went out there and was a true pro. And so I, I hope we get him back. 
as you know, I'll, I'll say that, you know, every podcast until we do get him back because um, the leadership factor, man. And uh, even Bobby alluded to it too. He said, it's been a little weird not having KJ out there. And, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah, I'm not ready to take a deep breath until the ink is wet or dry on that contract, man. We got to get that done. He's a fan favorite. It would hurt so much to see him in another uniform just from like just from a pure like uh, uh, selfish standpoint from me as a Seahawk fan. KJ Wright must and always should be a Seahawk. Absolutely. Uh, moving on here, uh, uh, shout out to the Olsen family. I mean, Greg Olson, who was here playing tight end for us for only that brief amount of time, but once a Hawk, always a Hawk, in my opinion. And uh, the guy's a legend, probably future Hall of Famer. His son, TJ, was born with like a congenital heart defect and uh, had lived his entire life so far, the eight years of his life with a modified heart. But recently, a donor became available Young TJ underwent this heart transplant. He's doing really well. Um, there's been a lot about it on social media, a lot of goodwill, obviously, going towards the Olsen family. And um, I just think, I mean, you know, we're both dads. I can't even imagine going through that and just want to, you know, give a shout out to the little guy and just sort of update everyone on on his uh, status and everything like that. He's doing well, and it's good to see. Yeah, man, uh, that's a great story. And, I mean, from everything I've heard, uh, I don't know Greg personally, but – uh, Hall of Fame person off the field too. You know, does a ton of charity work and uh, everybody loves him. So um, couldn't, you know, TJ, congrats, man. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's cool. Um, I mean, uh, just the times we're living in, that medicine can do things like this is is really cool. And the connection that you guys have as players and stuff with the children's hospitals and doing all the work with kids and stuff all the time like that and um, – I don't know. It's it's cool for fans to see all that. I mean, I know this is his kid and everything like that, but it's just you guys are just uh, I don't know. It's cool what you guys do for kids all the time and stuff like that. Brother, we got a new sponsor here on the show. Have you ever heard of Moink? Yeah, yeah. they're awesome. <laughs> he put up the rock and roll hands for those of you listening on the radio. Join the Moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V, right now. And listeners to this show get free bacon for a year with every box ordered. Did you hear me, Lofa Tatupu, and everybody listening out there? Free bacon for a year. From moinkbox.com. It's, 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 listen, these guys have meat. There's no other way to say it. They have the best meat on the internet and they want to give you their meat and you should be buying their meat. So go to moinkbox.com slash believe B L E A V and get your free bacon for a year. It's spelled M O I N K and then box.com. So M O I N K B O X.com slash B L E A V and get free bacon for a year. What a sponsor Lofa, huh? Deal of a lifetime right there, dude. Bacon makes everything better. True or false. Very true. Yeah. So head on over to moinkbox.com, everybody. Um, let's look around the NFL some more and talk about Aaron Rodgers more since I kind of love this subject. Um, Aaron Rodgers fascinates me, man. Like the, the whole thing about like, is like, you know, he's, he's very, he can be very prickly sort of, but then he's got the jeopardy thing, which makes him interesting. And obviously he's such a great quarterback and all that. Um, but the drama continues with the Packers over there. He's still not there. And 
My question is a little different this week. I'm starting to wonder about the backup, right? About love and all of the extra reps that he's getting. And that has to be good for him. And this obviously is also giving the Packers more time to evaluate their future, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, you still got the the reigning MVP coming back, right? Uh, or can do he can dictate the terms right now, I guess, right? And so we'll see what happens. But definitely a positive that the the young guys getting reps because I mean, quarterback's not easy to play. Mm-hmm. Well. I mean, it's not like if Aaron Rodgers, a great photo of him, by the way, <laughs> it's, it's not like if Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, comes back that they would ever sit him or anything like that in, in preference of love, no matter how much he tears it up in camp or anything like that. But all the reports are that he is absolutely on fire in Packers camp. And I mean, like I said, there won't be a quarterback controversy, but there is like 30 million plus reasons why they won't sit him. And also, it's mini camp, right? This ain't the real deal. The guy didn't even have shoulder pads on in there. I knew this would get a meh from you. Yeah, yeah super meh. Get it out of here. We almost need to come up with a sound effect for every time you, you're, you're meh on something. I would love a meh button. Just yeah. give me one. Well, I know just from talking to you off microphone that you're very meh on anything that happens in shorts and shirts, right? No, yeah. If it happened, if if the game was played in shorts and shirts, you know, just off minicamp, I would have been cut my first year. <laughs> it's all about what happens when the helmets and the pads are on, right? Yeah, when you actually get to hit people and you know play football. Yeah. Big oh, but, okay, but come on, as a former pro, realistically, how does this thing play out in Green Bay? Is he going to play for them? Is he the Packers starter week one? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, if if not. Like, I don't, it's nothing that Jordan loves doing. It's, it's, if, uh, I don't care how good he looks, if Aaron doesn't want to play there, he won't be playing there. And they're going to get a lot in return for, you know, whatever, um, you know, whatever team trades for him. So I, I, like I said, I don't read much into it. I think even Adams came out and said, um, you know, Aaron's going to be our quarterback. That's my guy. And, uh, and there you go. I mean, I could throw to Adams. So I'm not impressed by what love's doing. (laughs) <laughs> what happens if Aaron doesn't show up to actual training camp? I mean, in, until it's week one, the guy doesn't need camp. It's like okay. Walter Jones don't need camp. Do, do you worry at all? Or should he worry at all about the fan reaction? If he's not in actual training camp or if this holdout persists through all of that up until week one, I mean, at what point does it start rubbing Packer nation really the wrong way? I mean, if he doesn't show up and, and win ball games, that's when it starts to like, okay, you know, I mean, just like several years ago when they started out rough and he said, relax, mm-hmm. and they did relax. So all he needs to do is come out and say, relax. I mean, and is he going to do it? We'll see, but I don't know. I'm not, I'm not reading uh, too much into it. All right. Uh, let's zone in, shall we? On the show, I love the zone in segment. It's where we zone in on something very specific because Lofa's company is zone in CBD. For all of your CBD needs, it's the only place you should be going. You go to zoneincbd.com. I don't, is there a promo code or what? No, right? What? We just send them oh, to yeah. cbd.com. I will, I will put one in there for you. All right. Well, what do you want it to be? You want, should, should it be believed? It'll be believed. <laughs> Thoughts you'd never ask. There you go. Believe. 
Use promo code BLEAV at zoneincbd.com if you're buying it out there on the internet. If you're local up in the PNW, you can pick it up in person at any Bartell drugstores. There's a beautiful picture of our man Lofa Tatupu, usually right on the shelf next to all the Zone In CBD. You can't miss it out there, everybody. They got the powders, the creams, the capsules, the oils, whatever you need for CBD. It's zone in CBD. And now, Lofa, get excited because let's zone in on the NBA. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Who you got, man? I mean, we got four teams left out there. Uh, these these series look like they're going to be kind of fun. Nuggets, Suns, Clippers, Jazz, Nets, Bucks, Hawks, Sixers. Should we go through one by one? You watching the Nugs Suns series? No, the Nets are no. winning it all. I'll make this quick for you. Okay. <laughs> You're always going to give you a whole segment. You just want to plow right through it. I mean, it was last night was an anomaly that they got held under. What is it? The first time all year they've scored under 100 or 90 points, something like that. I mean, okay. that's that's the kind of effort. Okay, now. This is where I am, you know, it's, it's, it's tearing at my heartstrings because defense wins championships. But uh, now when you have like four MVPs on one team, uh, you know, <laughs> with, with Irving, Durant, and, you know, Harden, it's like there's – they can't all be off like that again. Like yeah. even, you know, one of them's going to go for 50, probably Durant next next week or uh, tomorrow. And um, He's averaging just, 32 points a game. Is that good? Playoffs. <laughs> is that something you might be interested in? Yeah. Man, oh man. Do you like that sort of thing? You know, Durant, because we drafted him up there in Seattle, oh. right? And no matter how much our hearts were ripped out when the Sonics left, and, and it still leaves this big empty hole in my chest, I can't stand it. But it's not his fault, right, as the no. player. And yeah. I love watching Durant play. I've never held it against him that the Sonics left or anything like that. And I think we still get to claim him as Seattle sports fans. So watching him dominate is fun for me. It is. It is, man. He's a beast. I mean, and then Harden, um, I still haven't forgiven Kyrie for what he did to my Celtics, but he is a beast. Um, How, what do you think about the super team kind of thing? Cause this is a real NBA thing. You know, it started years ago with maybe the Celtics were the first one and the heat and all that. I mean, is it good for the game? I mean, it's good for the entertainment of it. To watch is fun. I mean, it, it seems like it's happening. And I mean, I guess you got to be in the circle of trust. Like you got to be friends with those guys off the court and, you know, or have enough chemistry where you're like, okay, we should, we should, we should team up and, and join the, you know, the Nets. I mean, because that's it after what the trade or before the trade deadline, they got Harden over there, Griffin. I mean, I, I guarantee you they all, they all hang out in the offseason. Uh, was it just like the um, the banana boat <laughs> back in the day? <laughs> the picture of LeBron and his, his guys hanging out, you know, vacationing. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. I mean, that only helps the chemistry on the court if you guys are buddies off the court. Yeah. What about um, having all these kind of smaller market teams being the ones that are left is sort of interesting, right? You got the Denver Nuggets, which, you know, Denver's a big city, but it's not New York or whatever. You got Phoenix Suns, L.A. L.A., but the Clippers, not the L.A. Lakers. Yeah. And then, you know, Brooklyn Nets, uh, which is New York, but it's still Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets. It's not the New York Knicks, Milwaukee Bucks, Atlanta Hawks, Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, Philly's really like sort of the name brand that you'd expect to be there still. The other teams, it's it's interesting how it's kind of shaken yeah. out this year, right? No Boston, no Lakers, no Knicks, even though the Knicks haven't been there in forever. Yeah. Sick burn, by the way. 
Well, I mean, you bring up a good point is, you know, what if they, you know, up the salary cap for smaller market teams to get those players? So, um, you know, I mean, people would be going to the Knicks, right? I mean, and that's not a small market, but I'm just saying since nobody's, you know, chomping at the bit to go up there, it's just like, hey, how do we help, you know, raise uh, viewership over there? So I don't know. But even like think about Toronto. They just won it and, you know, Kawhi takes off. Yeah. And it's like, man. I think that if he stayed there, I think they had another at least year or two run um, to get at least to the title game. I don't know if they win at all, but. Who do you think Brooklyn's going to play in the finals? Who comes out of the West? Do you think CP3 is able to take the Suns all the way there? Man, it's impressive what he's doing. Um, I mean, that game he had the other night, I think it was 17 assists, no turnovers. Do you know how, I I guess it's not impossible, but do you know how hard that is? (laughs) Like if he did it, it's not impossible. Uh, but uh, every team, CP3, and then, you know, he's not in the playoffs anymore or he's in the playoffs this year, Jimmy Butler. There's, those are two guys that I respect the hell out of because everywhere they've gone, that team has gotten better. And a couple of times the teams that they've been on have gone from not making the playoffs to in the playoffs. So, you know, shout out to them. That's incredible. Absolutely. You hear the news that like Chris Paul signs with Phoenix on the day he signed with them. You're like, what? Why? And then all of a sudden, you know, look at what they're doing. And uh, yeah, it's, it's but really- then I think he just opted out of uh, 44 million for next year. I mean, crazy, right? He's like, yeah, no, nah, you know, I'm good. So I wonder where he's going to go. Wow. Amazing. Uh, what do you think? Quick thought on uh, Jokic being the MVP. It seems like the clear choice this season. More like Jokic. No, um, I don't. Yeah, he's going to win it, right? I mean, Steph is. No, he did. Oh, did he? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Are you good with that? That seems about right. Yeah, he's a beast. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, the only other guy that could have got was Curry, but then not making the playoffs is what hurt his chances because what Steph was doing this year was unbelievable. Do you think they should wait until after the playoffs and finals to name the MVP? Is it weird? Because they kind of – do they do this in all sports? This is how they do it in all sports, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, almost kind of like the Pro Bowl and football is announced after week 12. So it's like not even whoever had the best season. It's whoever had the best 12 games to start. You know? 12 games too, yeah. Yeah. So uh, – and then, well, baseball. Major League, the all-star break is right in the middle of the season. So whoever had the best – Whoever starts the fastest, that's who's going to make it. Mm. I'm sure there's all-stars that, you know, they tank the rest of the season after that game. Yeah. Uh, Last thing here – oh, actually, let me take a break or a pause. Well, that's about all I have for this show. We should probably wrap it up. You got anything else to add in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So my guy, Jordan Babineau, Big Play Babs, released his book, Pivot to – I got that guy in the shot right there. Yeah, there you go. Pivot to Win. Nice. Um, I, I I bought it. He also gave me a copy. I need him to sign it. Um, incredible, just about uh, leadership and you know everything he's done. He's won on the field and then off the field. And another shout out to him because this weekend he graduates from Seattle U with his uh, MBA. Wow, the Red Hawks. Good for him. Is that who they are? Yeah, right on. Pretty sure. I have a thing for college mascots, and I'm pretty sure I'm <laughs> right about that one. Close. Anyway, congratulations to Big Play Babs. Cool. And uh, everybody, go pick up his book out there. You can buy it wherever you buy books, get online and all that. Um, Pivot to Win by Jordan Babineau. Wow. Awesome. Good for him. Cool. Let's wrap up this episode of the Seahawks podcast, all right? Let's do it.
Cool, man. Thanks for listening out there, everybody. You guys can subscribe, comment to the podcast on any podcast app. We do appreciate it. Also, hit us up on any social media at Believe in Seahawks, B-L-E-A-V-I-N Seahawks. Hit us up on the email, seahawkspod at gmail.com. Lofa, let's break it down, man. What do you What do you think? What do you got? Big play Babs. Yeah. My guy. me. Lead us through it. All right, big play Babs on three. Congrats, my brother. Well, you don't have to say congrats, my brother. Just say big play Babs. <laughs> big play Babs on three. One, two, three. Big, big play, play Babs. Babs. Congrats, my brother. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save.